Welcome to the H1B Guy podcast, and thank you for downloading or streaming the H1B Guy podcast. This is an audio-only version of the H1B Guy news for the week ending July 23rd, 2021, originally posted on YouTube. The H1B Guy podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital permads and local job postings since 2001. By Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, and by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. The H-1B guy here, and today, the H-1B guy news for the week ending July 23rd, 2021. Today, I'll cover... 2,000 subscribers, high-skilled worker demand, USCIS F1 policy update, and Q2 performance data. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H-1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. Today's news is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001. By Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. And by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. Now, the news. Well, you may or may not have noticed there was no H-1B guy news the last two Fridays. I took off some much needed family time and if you reached out to me and I didn't respond to you or it took me several days to get back to you, my apologies as I wasn't intentionally ignoring you. I also wanted to say a huge thank you as the H1B Guy channel on YouTube crossed over 2,000 subscriber mark a few weeks ago and I haven't had a chance to say it. So thank you again for your continued support and trust in this platform. Envoy Global, a very large immigration attorney organization that does a lot of online-based processing, commissioned a report by a new American economy titled, How Has Demand and Sectors Dependent on Specialty Skills Changed Due to COVID-19? Quote, demand for computer-related workers is stable, even growing. In fact, computer-related jobs made up 69.6% of all foreign labor requests in fiscal year 2020, a slight increase from fiscal year 2019 despite the COVID-19 pandemic. Demand for computer-related occupations is growing and outpacing supply. In 2019, the unemployment rate for computer and mathematics-related occupations was 2.3%. By 2020, that had only increased by 0.7% to 3% total. By March of 2021, their employment rate was 1.9%, lower than it was before the pandemic. 
A few things that really stand out to me from this report is the continued demand for computer-related, also known as IT workers, and it's higher than it has ever been, and it increased during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. Unemployment for computer and mathematics-related occupations, STEM fields, was 1.9% for March of 2021. These numbers are historic. You've heard me reference that there were over a million IT jobs, computer occupation-related jobs that were posted online in March, February, March. IT unemployment is less than 2%. If you're an IT worker and unemployed, then it is either by your choice or performance. Literally no other reason. 70% of all foreign labor requests were in computer-related jobs. Think about that. Yet, here we are. The same caps on H-1B visas and employment-based green cards that were established over 30 years ago. The data continues to prove reform is desperately needed to address the high-skilled worker shortages and quotas on country of birth for employment-based preferences. On July 20th, 2021, a news release that was posted on USCIS.gov titled Applicants for Change of Status to F1 Student No Longer Need to Submit Subsequent Applications to Bridge the Gap. Quote, USCIS announced a new policy guidance that eliminates the need for individuals who have applied for a change of status to F1 student to apply uh, to change or extend their non-immigrant status while their initial F1 COS application is pending. Under the previous policy, applicants needed to maintain status for up to 30 days before the program date listed on their Form I-20 Certificate for Eligibility for Non-Immigrant Student Status, which required them to file extensions or an initial COS and subsequent extensions, ensuring that they would not have a gap in status. To prevent a gap in status, USCIS will grant the change to F1 effective the day we approve the applicant's um, I-539, application to extend change non-immigrant status. If we approve an application more than 30 days before the student's program start date, the student must assure they do not violate their F-1 status during that time. As an example, a violation would be engaging in employment, including on-campus employment, more than 30 days before the program start date, as listed on their Form I-20. The new policy will reduce workloads and costs for the applicants and USCIS. Listen, another common sense policy change for USCIS as it relates to the F-1 visa. You know, this very situation created a perfect storm for extensions for USCIS processing delays that surrounded F-1s and even OPTs late in 2020 and even well into 2021. So much so that we saw a lawsuit that had to be filed that forced processing capacity increases in short, it appears to me that F1 will maintain their status while the AOS or change of status is pending, um, and that if that's approved before the grace period, applicants still do not have work authorization. The last thing I wanted to talk about today was USCIS's performance data for Q2 for fiscal year 2021. Uh, I have a copy of the PDF, which I'll share in the video description link below, uh, but it's titled Number of I-485 Applications to Register Permanent Residence or Adjust Status by Category or Admission Case Status and USCIS Field Office or Service Center Location January 1 through March 31, 2020. 
employment based that was received at service center for applications received just in q2 of 2021 um, running january 1st through march 31st was 117,584. the number that was approved was 17,896 denied 1610 and still pending 273,712 I've mentioned and covered this data previously but I wanted to give some real tangible specifics here and I wanted to share a little bit further insight so think about this for Q2 of fiscal year 2021 USCIS approved an estimated 15% of the applications it received during the quarter while denying an estimated 1%. Now, those aren't applications that were received and approved in the same quarter. They most likely were from Q1 of fiscal year 2021. But the biggest number that stands out to me is the 273,000 applications that are currently pending. Several factors at play here, including October 2020's visa bulletin and the advanced forward movement that created a significant amount of downgrades. But the largest factor comes back to USCIS's inability to process more than 140,000 employment-based green cards annually. The data simply does not lie, and it leads me to make several conclusions about what the data will look like for Q3 and Q4 of fiscal year 2021 when those numbers are released. Let's just say my conclusions are not positive. For the full post on the H1B Guy News for the week ending July 23rd, 2021, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and is a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads and local job postings for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad or $1,000 per month regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. News is also brought to you by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will help you navigate the process. And if you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to click the link in the video description below. And the news is lastly brought to you by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you want to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the h1b guy channel here on youtube and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel if you've made it this far i just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video i really appreciate your support the h1b guy your global source for all things h1b